0: This is a special report from About Space Today. This is a special report from About Space Today. I'm John Gomez. On Wednesday, the House Subcommittee on National Security, the Border, and Foreign Affairs held a televised hearing on unidentified aerial phenomena and their impact on America's national security. The hearing featured former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot Ryan Graves, retired Navy Commander David Fravor, and former Air Force Intelligence and National Geospatial Intelligence Agency Officer David Grush. In his opening statement, Graves talked about the stigma attached to civilian and military aviators who have encountered UAPs.
1: These sightings are not rare or isolated. They are routine. Military aircrew and commercial pilots, trained observers whose lives depend on accurate identification, are frequently witnessing these phenomena. The stigma attached to UAP is real and powerful and challenges national security. It silences commercial pilots who fear professional repercussions,
0: discourages witnesses, and is only compounded by recent government claims questioning the credibility of eyewitness testimony. During the question and answer portion of the hearing, Graves would be asked to describe the UAP he encountered. Uh, We were primarily seeing dark gray or black
1: cubes inside of a clear sphere.
0: I'm sorry, dark gray or black cubes?
1: Yes, inside yeah. of a clear sphere, where the apex or tips of the cube were touching the inside of that sphere. And that was primarily what was being reported when we were able to gain a visual tally of these objects.
0: As part of his opening remarks, Commander David Fravor shared the story of his 2004 encounter with a tic-tac-shaped UAP and talked about its unique capabilities.
1: There, uh, the controller told us that these objects uh, had been observed for over two weeks, coming down from over 80,000 feet, Rapidly descending to 20,000 feet, hanging out for hours, and then going straight back up, for those who don't realize, above 80,000 feet is space.
0: Fravor then talked about the investigations. That never happened.
1: What is shocking to us is that the incident was never investigated, none of my crew were ever questioned, tapes were never taken, and after a couple days it turned into a great story with friends. It wasn't until 2009 until Jay Stratton had contacted me to investigate. Unbeknownst to all, he was part of the a program in the Pentagon, led by Lou
0: Alzando. Mini-Chairman Glenn Grothman asked Fravor to provide more context about the lack of reporting on the Tic Tac incident. The Tic Tac incident that you you were engaged occurred in 2004. What kind of reporting took place after that incident?
1: None. We had a standard debrief where the backseaters went down to our uh, carrier intel center and briefed what had happened. And that was it. No one else talked to us. And I was in the top 20 in the battle group. No one came. The captain was aware, the admiral was aware, nothing was done.
0: Finally, Commander Fravor provided the committee with his description of the technology these UAP are equipped with.
1: I'll say, you know, I'm not like a UFO fanatic. It's not, it's not me. But I will tell you that what we saw with four sets of eyes over a five-minute period, still, there's nothing, we have nothing close to it. It was, it was amazing to see. I told my buddy I wanted to fly it, but. Yeah, it's just an incredible technology
0: if the acronym atip doesn't sound familiar to you well that's because it was the u.s government's advanced aerospace threat identification program that was formed in 2007 but dissolved in 2012. while the information provided by graves and fravor was quite interesting what could be the most compelling testimony came from david grush in this portion of his opening statement Uh, i was informed in the course
1: of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program, uh, to which I was denied access to those additional read-ons when I uh, requested it.
0: During the hearing, Grush was questioned on how these programs get their funding, and his answer may or may not surprise you.
1: How does a program like that get funded?
0: I will give you generalities, I
1: can get very specific in a closed session, uh, but a mis- misappropriation of funds and uh, does that mean fund that, Does that mean that there is money in the budget that is said to go to a program, but it doesn't and it goes to something else? Yes, I
0: have specific knowledge of that. Yep. Over the course of the almost two-and-a-half-hour hearing, the three witnesses faced some questions regarding the recovery of bodies from wrecked aircraft of a non-Earth origin. Unfortunately. None of the witnesses were allowed to divulge information relating to those questions or claims, which will probably lead to more questions probably asked in a closed-door hearing. Finally, the witnesses were asked by committee members how Congress should approach investigating these allegations. The consensus from all three witnesses was that there needed to be more transparency from the Department of Defense to Congress and from Congress to the American people. We can only hope for some transparency when it comes to UAPs, ufos you know regardless of which side of the political aisle you sit on or if you believe in uaps or ufos or little green men i think there's one thing that we can all agree on friends the truth is out there for about space today i'm john gomez this has been a special report from about space today